Good evening to you all and welcome to the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. It's been a while, friends, since I was able to be with you for this hour of worship, fellowship and music. But it's great to be back this evening and we're going to have a real Salvation Army extravaganza, starting with this great song. Not originally a Salvation Army one, but one that we have most certainly made our own over the last hundred years or so. It's number 421 in the songbook, Have You Been to Jesus for the Cleansing Power? Are You Washed in the Blood of the Lamb? go and whoever I talk to, one of the things that lots of Salvationists miss in the modern army is the use of the prayer choruses that gave us such a wonderful identity and, more than that, a real communion with God in our meetings, near the beginning of each meeting in the prayer time, of course, but also during the appeals. In those days, of course, most corps had a pianist who could just play at the whim of the meeting leader. The old chorus book, after all, only ever had the melody printed. Some might not know that, so the pianist always had to improvise at least the chords, if not the whole accompaniment, every time. And what a blessed gift that was to so many saints and servants of God over the years through the Salvation Army. Well, just this week I read about a current officer who wanted to use two of these choruses, only to find 
as so often, I'm afraid, that they were no longer in the songbook. Let alone did they have the music available, and so he was unable to use them. Well, partly so that he can use them on some future occasion, and partly so that we could use them tonight, I recorded those two accompaniments. So we're going to sing this mini medley of choruses as we pray together this evening. Can you wonder? Can you wonder why it is I love him so? When I think of what he's done for me, the guilty one, can you wonder why it is I love him so? Oh, I love him. Yes, I love him. Since for me he bled and died. Oh, I love him. Yes, I love him. More than all the world beside. So let's sing these two choruses twice each, and then maybe, as it was suggested by the officer in question, we could change the word him to you in the repeat of the second one, as we affirm our love of the Lord directly to him. Oh, I love you. Yes, I love you.
Dear Lord, we thank you for bringing us together again this evening in this wonderful way. And I thank you, Lord, for the unique fellowship of salvationists all around the world. The love that we have for you. The desire that burns within our hearts to see other souls kneeling at your feet. To see souls that live in this world of sin, washed in the blood of the Lamb. And standing once again, clean and saved and justified and ready to claim that place in heaven that you've promised for each and every one of your children. Lord, we are aware that this world is still full of a lot of pain. It's still full of a lot of confusion. People are still suffering from the effects of COVID, even now after nearly two years. And we pray, Lord, for wisdom for those who lead us. We pray, Lord, and we thank you for the wonderful gifts of healing that you've given to us through our doctors and medics and scientists, the creation of these life-saving vaccines, and so much more. The efforts of all those people who tirelessly work on the hospital wards. And we thank you, Lord, for all those lives that have come to join you loyal Salvation Army and Christian servants all round the world whose lives have perhaps been ended a little prematurely as a result of the Covid pandemic. And for those of us who you've spared, Lord, inspire us to go on and continue to work for you, to live our lives for you, to shine from the inside out that the world may see Christ in me. O oh Lord, let us all pray this prayer this evening. Amen. Now, I remember as a young Salvationist bandsman in Tunstall Corps, leading one of my very first open airs. And I was spoken to by the band sergeant afterwards with much encouragement, but also with some advice. He wondered at that time what effect the words of the song Are You Washed in the Blood of the Lamb might have had on a casual passerby. Perhaps someone with, without any Christian experience at all. I must admit, I'd never really thought about it. These concepts and beliefs were so ingrained to us as youngsters in those days that the thought of someone actually physically being washed in a bathtub of blood never crossed my mind. And I remain glad to know that the truth of that phrase now, that through the blood of Jesus is the only way we can ever be saved and healed from the scars of sin, oh yes, the blood of Jesus does cleanse us white as snow. And we'll sing that one next. It's number 950 in the songbook. Another great song from the pen of James Bateman. Now, it's no coincidence at all that this song is one of those that were famously based on an old music hall tune. In this case, it was a song called I Traced Her Little Footsteps Through the Snow. Because James Bateman was actually a music hall entertainer before he was converted and joined the army of the Lord. Praise his name. Come shout and sing.
for anyone who doesn't know, and a timely reminder for the rest of us who do, the whole Blood of the Lamb concept and idea comes from the earliest books of the Old Testament and the exodus of the children of Israel from their enslavement in Egypt. After all the plagues of frogs and blood and locusts and everything else had failed to persuade Pharaoh to release the children of Israel, the final plague was the visit of the Angel of Death, wiping out the firstborn in every family, from the Pharaoh himself right down to the poorest family in the land. And the only way that the children of Israel could avoid this terrible visitation was to paint the blood of a sacrificed lamb onto their houses. Only then could they be saved. Well, there was certainly power in the blood back then. And when, of course, years later, Jesus became the once and for all sacrifice for ours and all mankind's sins, we have all got great cause to be eternally grateful for the power in the blood. And here are the Wellington Citadel Singing Company from New Zealand to remind us of that song, which you'll find in the book if you want to follow the words, at number 451. Power in the Blood.
Our Bible reading this evening is taken from the first epistle of John, chapter 1, and verses 1 to 10. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, and which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sins. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. I don't know if it's just me, but has the teaching about the blood of the Lamb gone out of fashion a bit in recent years? I certainly don't seem to have heard it as much over the last couple of decades as I did as a young man earlier in my army service. Sometimes I wonder, is it perhaps a little too damnatory or politically incorrect for the 21st century? Well, I guess that could be the case because there is some Christian teaching going on that tells us there isn't even a hell. I'll leave the answer to those questions to others who are far more worthy than I am. And I will simply thank God for his saving grace in my life. Do you know why I love Jesus? Why he is so dear to me? Tis because the blood of Jesus fully saves and cleanses me. Hallelujah.
Our thanks there to David Dawes and the Enfield Citadel Band for bringing us that beautiful cornet solo, The Reason. And now we're going to hear the international staff songsters singing Norman Bearcroft's beautiful arrangement of the old tune Passing By, set to the hymn Deep with the Scarlet Stains Within, and it's titled Passport to Heaven.
I don't know what kind of music or radio stations you listen to when you're not tuned into Fortress Radio, but I'm guessing that there are quite a number of listeners in Britain and around the world who would listen to radio stations something like Classic FM. I know that there are many of my friends who've listened to that programme for a long, long time now. And some of them might remember that a few years ago, far more years than I thought, actually, when I checked, there was a piece of minimalist music that became very, very popular for a while. It was a piece that was composed by British musician Gavin Bryars. As a young man himself, Bryars had been involved in the making of a film about London's homeless men and women who would wander around the Elephant and Castle area of our capital city in their dishevelled clothes, carrying bags and bottles of drink, and would talk aloud, often to themselves, or break into fragments of songs that they remembered from an earlier, presumably more happy, part of their lives. Gavin Bryars found some unused sections of the tape recordings he'd made after the production was completed, and amongst them, he found a short recording, less than 30 seconds in length, of one of these men singing a chorus that, apparently, he had learned in a Salvation Army Sunday school while a child. The words that this man sang over and over and over on the streets of London were, Jesus' blood never failed me yet. Never failed me yet, this one thing I know, for he loved me so. Now, if there's one song that any of us could ever end up spending the rest of our lives singing, I can't really think of much better words than those to choose. And Gavin Bryars remembers that this man, in stark contrast to the rest of his kind, did not drink at all. I wonder if that's something else that he'd learned in the army so many years earlier. And there was something about this recording that fascinated the composer. It captivated it and he kept on listening to it over and over again. And as he listened, he began to improvise a piano part, some chords that went along with the melody. For this old man, Although he was far from able to sing in time, he had been able to sing very well in tune. Later on in his life, while he was working in one of the country's largest universities, Briars decided to loop this fragment of tape so that it played over and over again. While he left it copying in his office, he left his room for a cup of coffee leaving the door to his office ajar and the tape just repeating over and over. When he returned some time later, Briars discovered that the music had had a profound effect on the students in the art room that was adjacent to his department. This recording of an old man defiantly singing his testimony on the streets of London singing about how his faith in the blood of Jesus had never failed him, despite all he'd been through in his life. Oh, I wish we knew more of that man's story. Well, it had instilled a complete hush on that art room, and some students were just quietly sitting alone 
crying at their desks. In time, Gavin Bryars turned that one short fragment of music into a whole piece that lasts over an hour. Minimalism indeed. As the orchestral accompaniment that he created changed almost infinitesimally with each repetition. When I first heard it, I wondered what on earth I was hearing. But I had great difficulty turning it off. It seemed utterly compelling and quite moving. And yes, eventually it became a spiritual experience. And as I listened to the music closer, I heard how that accompaniment, without me even noticing at all, changed from a simple string quartet to a whole orchestra, to a brass section without any strings at all, and all the time without me noticing. And all the time, with those same words of testimony and reassurance going round and around. I only recently discovered the source of the song that that old man was singing. It was actually by the songwriter James Black, who we know much better for giving us the song The Roll Is Called Up Yonder. Never found me yet. This one thing I know, for he loves me so. Jesus' blood never found me yet. Never found me yet. Jesus' blood never found me yet. Now, this isn't an advert for a compact disc or me telling you to go out and buy it. What I'm talking about is a completely unexpected way in which someone's singing about the power, the grace, the effect on all eternity that the blood of Jesus has, even today, is beyond anything that we could ever imagine. Of course we should still preach the blood of Jesus to a dying world. A world that's in such desperate need of its saviour, but without any idea at all of what its need is, nor where to find the answer to its need. Never in our lifetimes have people been so confused by health issues, poverty, inequalities and despair that we've experienced over the last couple of years. We have many, many songs that can tell the world of the answer to its problems, but are we always willing to use them? Let's try and get our tired old Salvation Army back out onto the streets proclaiming the good news of the gospel, the answer to the world's needs, and yes, the saving, mighty, wonder-working, cleansing, forgiving, and all-encompassing blood of Jesus Christ.
Where do you stand in relation to your maker this evening? Are you washed? In the blood? In the soul-saving blood of the Lamb? Do you walk with Jesus every day of your life today? Did you once but have now moved on? Well, I ask, is that moving on or stepping backwards? Jesus is waiting. The time is passing. The clock is ticking. Come back to him. Live your life to tell others of what he can do for them. For if we who know him don't, how will this world ever learn the answer to its problems? Dear Lord, accept our offerings to you tonight as we bow in grateful thanks for the blood of Jesus and all that it has done for us. May we all walk to be worthy of the call that is ours and share the good news of your wonder-working power with all who we meet. Amen. What song could a good army meeting end with this evening but Richard Slater's timeless classic, Nothing But Thy Blood Can Save Me? It's song number 769 in the songbook. And we're going to join in tonight with the Massed Songsters at the closing meeting of the 1978 Congress that was led by General Arnold Brown. And it's the General himself who leads us in this singing. Nothing but thy blood. Now here's a song that never fails to grip the heart. Jesus, see me at thy feet. Nothing but thy blood can save me.
My thanks to all whose music we have used in the meeting this evening. I thank you for listening and for your constant and wonderful encouragement to me over the last few months. Let's march on together into a bright future in the service of God. And now may thy grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings go with us and remain with us every day of our lives. Amen.